Hey, welcome to the True Girl Momcast, where we'll learn a lot, laugh a little, and have biblical conversation about raising daughters, because the struggle is real. But guess what? You, my friend, are not alone. I'm one of your hosts, Shani McKenzie, and I'll be joined momentarily by my friends Janet Milan and Dana Grash. On today's episode, we're getting practical about leading our own daughters in worship. You'll also learn what reptile Dana found under her couch, and you'll find out why Janet speaks a bit of Russian. Plus, I share a strong fear I have about oatmeal. Let's dive in. Okay, guys, I am on Truth Patrol today. I want some honest answers. Are you ready? Here's my question. Shani, Janet, my dear sisters, do you have anything kind of insignificant, unusual, or maybe even ridiculous that you full on worry about? Um, giggle, giggle. <laughs> Am I going to start on this Yeah, one? I think so. Oh, okay. This, this kind of reminds me of that scene from that movie years ago, What About Bob? <laughs> when he answers all the things oh, he's worried about. And it's just like this huge long list of yeah. things. And it's a little much. <laughs> yeah. Don't list, do that, Shannon. You guys will look at me a little bit sideways. You might look at me sideways on this one. Okay. Um, okay, I'm, I have a, a fear of about, telling us what okay. your yes. weird worry is. I just don't want to be the person that gets like that oatmeal packet that has the worms. Oh. Like it's a thing. I read up on this. It's a thing. A lot of them have. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to tell you what I'm going through here. And yeah, I don't, you know, you pour the hot water in and then things are moving in there okay. or you don't see it. Okay. So person? true fact, once I got bought organic broccoli, if you're an organic food purchaser, mm-hmm. you should be warned about the broccoli mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there's a very high chance that there's going to be worms in there. So I steamed <gasps> that broccoli, put it on the table for my children, got busy in the kitchen and didn't get to the dinner table for about five minutes. And they had eaten a lot of worms <gasps> in their broccoli. I looked down and I was like, oh no, <laughs> stop, don't eat the broccoli. <laughs> it happens, Shani. It's a real thing. That is Thanks. a real thing. Thanks for that. But it's a bit obscure. It's only happened to me once. To help here. What? <laughs> I think you just validated your fear. I think I did. I don't know if that's the point. Okay, Janet, we should change subjects. Well, I have many things I think are probably silly to me and maybe not silly to others. But one one concern I have or worry is I worry about finding a snake in my house. Mm, which, no. Dana, I know you have actually had a snake in your house. I'm going to validate your fear. Well, but the... <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. But you, where you live, it makes sense that maybe yeah. there were... Because you live on a farm, yeah. kind of out... I live on a farm, so it's yeah. so natural I to live, have a snake under your sofa. Right. purpose. Well, more natural than me living yeah, in right. a little, you know, development where... <laughs> Nothing. Not There's no just, snakes I've there, never Janet. seen a snake in like no nine years of living there. Oh my goodness. But I do wonder about that. Like, what if I found a snake in my house? Which... Do you play it out? Like, what you would do? Like, grab the snake and swing it you around know, your head? Or... Uh, last night, I had a dream that I had a bag full of little snakes <sighs> that I stole from the pet store. <laughs> what? I borrowed them. Then I had to take them back to the <laughs> pet store, this bag of snakes, mm-hmm. and they just kept getting out. But the pet stores are really kind, so... Mm. I'm really grateful for those pet owners, pet store owners in my dream last night. Wow. <laughs> this has gone all the way left. Yeah, never mind. All the way left. Well, we have uh, a theme here of insects, bugs, and I don't know, critters. Because I worry about my critters. The past few days, I have needed 
to bring, I have a llama. She's 26 years old. Mm -hmm. That's very old in llama years. Mm -hmm. Llamas live to be about 22. So oh. when it gets really, really cold outside, you got to bring the baby girl in because her skin is thin and her hair is, you know, not as, her, all the stuff, all mm -hmm. the reasons why our grandmas get cold, right? right? So I bring her in and then I'm like, wait, if I bring her in, then, then Nessie is going to be lonely because mm -hmm. she loves lullaby so then i think i would bring nessie in and then i'm like but nessie is attached to casserole the fat mini donkey mm. and so then i gotta bring her in because she's gonna be before i know it <laughs> i have two llamas a mini donkey and four mini silky goats in a stall together and do i sleep at night no i worry about if they're gonna squish one of the mini silky goats all night long oh. what if i go out and one of the mini silky what if cindy lou who is squished when i go out there oh my goodness do you, you said so many possible? sentences i've never heard come out of someone's mouth before <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're also returning snakes to a pet store. Do you have an animal named Casserole? Casserole. Yeah, and she's the, Is that the fattest one on the farm. No, mini donkey. Oh, casserole. okay. Well, that's better. At least you it's would not name pathetic. the turkey casserole. <laughs> right, right. Oh, Janet. No, no, no. Okay, so these are ridiculous worries. But in all honesty, we've spent a little bit of too much time, like, focused on ridiculous things right oh, sure. and yeah. there's legitimate worries worrying if our child is gonna make friends at mm -hmm. school worried if our young adult daughter is gonna find someone who loves and cares for her the way that we believe she deserves to be loved and cared for worrying that your son is gonna make the basketball team like we have as mamas mm -hmm. legitimate worries and I think one thing that has helped me more than anything else when I have something that's rolling through my mind and taking up territory and trying to own the real estate of my heart and my mind, the one thing that helps the most is worship. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Turning our focus on the Lord instead of what worries us is powerful. Worship just floods the worry out of my mind. And yeah. suddenly my mind no longer is owned by the worry, but it's owned by the God of the universe. Yeah. It does that for me. And it can do it for our daughters too. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How do we help our daughters with anxiety, worry, stress, fear, all that stuff. But before we talk about our daughters, let's have a little scriptural snack because this is a problem we ourselves face and we need to go to God's word for it. Yeah. That's, that's such a great word picture, Dana, of worship being like a flood that comes in because when it comes in, like water just kind of pushes everything out of the way yeah. and yeah. just kind of cleans the cleans the slate, I guess, a little bit of what's in my mind. Mm -hmm. uh, Shani, you and I both participate in leading worship through singing in our own church congregations, yes, which is something we have in common among many things we have in common. <laughs> uh, but here's what I found in over 20 years of leading worship through singing. I am an ineffective worship leader if I'm not first leading myself Absolutely. in worship. Mm. Now, Dana, don't check out over there and start thinking about your silky goat. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get a pass on this conversation yeah. just because you don't sing in front of the church. Yeah. As we know, worship has many expressions and singing is one of them. As my friend Chris Hines says, when we make worship just about singing, we perfect the music, but forget the point. Mm. So this podcast episode is not just about singing. Yeah. This is about all expressions all of worship. worship. Yeah. But we are all beautifully called to a place of worshiping our creator and Lord. And guess what? Mm. As moms, we are worship leaders for our kids. Absolutely. I, we're the first worship leaders that they will have, that they will see. Mm. Yeah. That's so true. So profound. Janet, when would you say you really began to learn about worship and what it is? Oddly enough, it didn't happen when I learned I could sing. It happened when I learned I couldn't sing. 
So right out of high school, I went to the country of Ukraine to help plant a base with a large missions organization. So mm-hmm. high school's done. I'm out. <laughs> I'm doing something <laughs> in another country. But let me set the stage for you here because this was in 1992. That means Ukraine had only been an independent country from the former Soviet Union for about a year. Oh, wow, so yeah. things were kind of wild and free and crazy and fun over there. That meant Ukraine was literally flooded with all kinds of people freely preaching the gospel, which mm-hmm. also translated to many large church gatherings. So there I was, an 18-year-old girl sitting in a three to four hour church service. Oh, that's wow. some church right there. Yes. And that was like a short one. <laughs> that was 100% in Russian or Ukrainian. Oh, wow. So later on, once I learned the language, that wasn't really a problem. But for a while, it was a huge problem because I couldn't connect with what others around me were doing. Of course. Mm. Right. So I had to figure out how to connect with God on my own during those church services. Mm. And that's when I learned how to lead myself in worshiping God. Mm. That's so interesting. And I I think I kind of know where you're going with Mm -hmm. this. But how did you lead yourself in worshiping God? Well, I journaled, I prayed silently, I drew, I sat in awe of God and those he created all around me, just kind of like looking at his creation around me, you know, the people around me. And yes, occasionally I would hear a familiar melody and I'd sing my English words along with the Russian words floating Mm -hmm. around me. And well, honestly, sometimes I fell asleep, so... Right? (laughs) Being real. At True Girl this month, we're focusing on Isaiah 12, 5. Let me read it to you. Sing to the Lord, for he has done wonderful things. Make known his praise around the world. Now, I'm not into changing scripture or anything like that. But what if we said this verse this way? Sing to the Lord, Mama, for he has done wonderful things. Make known his praise around your home. Mm, I like that. We should write that down Mm. somewhere and hang it up. (laughs) (laughs) When God does a wonderful thing for your family, like helps pay a bill unexpectedly or gives you an extra day of vacation for free or heals a loved one, do you take time to say, look what God did? Like, do you give God credit for those things? Do you take time to sing praises to him? Do your kids see what's happening in your home? Do they see that happening Mm. in your home where you're directing all your praise to God for all of his provision or no matter what's going on, that your praise goes to the Lord? Mm. One way, like Isaiah, like that verse Isaiah says about making known his praise around the world. One way to make known God's praise around the world is to teach your children how to worship God as they go out into the world. Yeah. Yep. So listen, you are one of your daughter's most influential worship leaders. Just like Shani said earlier, we're one of the first first ones to teach them about worship. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that again, you, you are one of your daughter's most influential worship leaders. So how yeah. do we do that? Mm-hmm. I have three ideas that might ignite you as a worship leader in your home. And it's important to equip your daughter to worship because it will help her intimacy with God grow mm-hmm. and it will equip her to shift her focus from the surrounding worries to her father, mm-hmm. whose perfect character never changes. Mm. Okay. Are you so, guys ready for those three yeah. ideas? Lay it I'm on ready. us. Okay. What are they? All right. Great. The first idea is to hang up words of worship around your home. Hmm. Dana, I know that's something you've been very intentional about recently in your own home. Yeah. The Lord's really just put it on my heart that the word says that, the word is supposed to be on the doorposts of our house. Mm-hmm. I want to see it when I leave the house. I want to see it when I arrive at home. And so I actually told my friend um, Amy 
about this. And for Christmas this past year, she bought me a Philippians 4. Actually, she made me a Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Like beautiful plaque Mm -hmm. that I just cannot wait to hang up. And the funny thing about her selection, God's spirit is always in this, is my husband's been soaking in Philippians. And of course he was. So um, (laughs) I think that's a really good idea, Janet. And I've been just learning that myself. Yeah, there's there are a lot of ways. There are free downloads. There's all kinds of things you can print out or Mm -hmm. buy or make to hang up on your wall or all around your home. You could even put post-it notes of praise in your on your car dashboard. We do it in the office. In the office, in our office, we do that. That's for sure. Invite your kids to like make a wall in your your dining room, a post-it note praise wall, Mm -hmm. and throw it up there. Let them join you in it. Love that idea. So good. Well, and let me tell you a little warning about putting things on your wall. One time I got a great idea to do this, and I (laughs) did it in Sharpie on our wall at home because like we're going to be painting over anyway. So I was like, I can just. Well, my husband still talks about the 80 million coats of paint he had to use to cover up the Sharpie on the wall. Congratulations, so Janet. let's just do Post-it notes. <laughs> and thank you for Sharpie's that life hack. It's a life hack. Learned on the hot pavement of life. <laughs> write that down. Don't write Tablets with Sharpie on your wall Tablets if you want to maintain heart. unity in your marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 9, Israel is told to take words of truth and repeat them to your children. Mm. Talk about them when you sit in your house and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Bind them as a sign on your hand and let them be a symbol on your forehead. Mm-hmm. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your city yeah. gates. That's the verse I was just thinking of. Oh, yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Like reading each other's yeah. minds. Mm-hmm. If I were to summarize that scripture in the context of worship, I would say this. Put worship words all over everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Yeah, I love I like that. It. You know, I like that. And I've been in your bathroom, Janet. Oh, well, this and, is nice. And <laughs> the last time I was in there, I was like, wow, she's got even worship words on her bathroom mirror. And that's yeah. a really great place because it starts mm-hmm. your day yep. in the right track, mm-hmm. worshiping, not worrying. So right. good. What's yeah. number good. two? All right. So the second idea might seem obvious, but play worship music. Mm-hmm. One thing I've done in the past is make a little playlist of the songs we're going to be singing in church that next Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I play those songs a few times throughout the week so my kids feel familiar with them before we get to church. Mm-hmm. So that just helps them engage a little I more. I love that. I went to a conference once where they sent us out the playlist mm-hmm. so that we would know the words. They would be familiar to our hearts so that when we sang them, we could just worship, not learn words. Mm-hmm. It was right. magnificent. Yeah, it helps them engage a little more and me. It helps all of mm-hmm. us engage a little more. And I'm yeah. sure you could ask your worship leader for that list if they do any kind of advanced planning yes. for, <laughs> for that. Advanced planning. <laughs> You could also just get in the habit of playing worship music in your kitchen while you prep dinner or clean up afterwards or any kind of regular activity like that. Mm -hmm. It wasn't uncommon for in my family. It was still not uncommon in my family that an upbeat like Kirk Franklin worship song turned into a short dance party after Mm -hmm. dinner. Mm -hmm. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. Our kids do really wash the dishes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's great. So the first idea was to hang up words of worship around your home. Mm -hmm. Second idea is to, to play worship music. And the third idea that I have is add worship phrases to your everyday prayers. So like if you typically pray before you eat, add in a word of worship, like, Mm. and God, we worship you because you never change, even when everything around us is constantly changing. Mm. Just a simple thing of words of worship, teaching kids how to incorporate worship into their everyday life. This helps your children learn how to put language to their worship, and it lets them know we can worship throughout our everyday lives. We don't have to wait until we're at church. Mm -hmm. Okay? Love it. So to recap, hang up worship words around your home. Play worship music and add worship phrases to your everyday prayers because you are 
a worship leader in your home. You are, I love that. I love it. Skinny jeans or none. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Right. You don't need skinny jeans and a, and a beard hey. <laughs> to be a worship leader. Okay. You have gotten us pretty far down the road here in terms of some practical ideas, which right. is what we like to do after mm-hmm. we open God's word. But I just feel like as you were talking, I mean, we might have some more practical ideas on our heart. And I have one right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Shani, be thinking, because I'm going to ask you. If you have any practical ideas, things you do to facilitate worship in your home. But Janet, when you were sharing your testimony, um, you were talking about how you learned to worship out of a place of hardship. Mm -hmm. You know, like you were feeling probably lonely in the Ukraine. You were probably bored in those services where you couldn't understand a single word. So Mm -hmm. it was out of hardship Mm -hmm. that you learned to worship. And I just Mm -hmm. felt like I had to grab my phone and write this down. Let your daughter's hardships and discomforts invite her to discover worship. Because mm-hmm. don't you That's think as moms, it. we are so quick to be just like, oh, just make that yeah. girl comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, take away <laughs> all the problems. Yeah. Let me right. fix this for her. Let me fix Absolutely. that for her. Right. Yeah. And we just talked about how worry is flooded out by worship. Mm-hmm. Worship is the remedy for worry. Well, I would say too that it sometimes is what drives us to worship. Mm-hmm. Like it's what mm-hmm. gives us the craving for it, the hunger for it. So mm-hmm. mom, right. here's my practical idea of the day. Don't be the mom like I have been at times in my life mm-hmm. who fixes things in your daughter's life without mm-hmm. first checking in with God to say, do you want me to fix this? Mm-hmm. Or is this a circumstance that is going to drive her to your heart? Mm. Yeah. And, you know, Dana, when you're talking about me in the Ukraine, I was an 18-year-old kid, basically. I thought I was a huge, big adult, mm-hmm. you know, then, but I wasn't now. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. a kid. But I had a choice to make. I could have yeah. just zoned out. And sometimes I did. You know, I wasn't, like, perfect mm-hmm. every time. But I could have just zoned out. But something in my training, somewhere along the way, I had learned about the importance of worship and connecting Mm -hmm. with the Lord. I think a lot of that was from my older brother and, Mm -hmm. you know, just things that my parents taught me. Mm -hmm. So it is important to, you don't know the impact sometimes that you're having on your daughter in these areas. You're planting those seeds. Right. Until they get to that place of hardship and have a choice to make. Yeah. Yeah. It's something um, my husband used to say to our worship team uh, when we uh, lived in Virginia and he would tell us all the time, he'd say, you know, Sunday is not the day that you're coming to get yours. Meaning if you're not doing this throughout the week, don't even don't even try to stand up here wow, on Sunday that's and good. lead worship. And so that translates to the home as well. You know, our kids would be in church and they would see us leading worship. But at home, what was the example? And so we had to really start bringing them in to the moments like mm-hmm. we're worshiping God right now. And. Give us some things that, you know, you can worship God for or letting them know things that were going on in our lives that we've, we've been putting before the Lord and what we're worshiping through right now mm-hmm. as a family and allowing to have skin in that game. You know, yeah. and mm-hmm. I, I think you alluded to it mm-hmm. earlier, but mm-hmm. there's no other way than yeah. to actually apply it. Like what's going to drive them to worship? Yeah. And so like the family altar times. Well, and hmm. even that even if you're not on the stage in the worship team, mm-hmm. you're standing in that sanctuary or wherever you might gather with body believers Mm -hmm. regularly and you're lifting your voice up to the Lord. Is that consistent with the way you've lived before your children this week? Yes. Mm -hmm. Ouch. Right. Yeah. Because that in itself is going to drive them further away from the Lord or it's going to draw them (laughs) to the heart of God. Right. Mm -hmm. When they see your consistency. Consistency. For sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's an idea I have for worship, practical ideas. Mm-hmm. This is, I'm, I'm actually, this is not my idea. It was the idea of Miriam and Moses. Ooh. If I might borrow. You can steal their yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're in the, Bible, in the Bible. So we get to steal. Yeah. I don't even have to like <laughs> footnote it or anything. Right, I don't I think. think. Right. <laughs> um, but when they got to the Red Sea, when they got to the other side of the Red Sea, rather, they mm-hmm. both led in worship, right? Mm-hmm. And what were the lyrics to those worship songs? Mm-hmm. They basically said, look what God did. Mm-hmm. Look what God did. And those lyrics are just saying, we are thanking him. Yeah. We are remembering. Mm-hmm. We are looking back in worship. And I'm thinking when they got to the other side of the Red Sea, they weren't like, well, this is great. Like, I think I'm going to stay in that Motel 8. Like, there were still things to worry about, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Even though they had gotten away from... So take time every now and then to sit down with your kids and say, let's write a list of mm-hmm. all the things God has done for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be our act of worship today, mm-hmm. looking back at his deliverance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's true. And we something I do is kind of similar because there's always something we can praise God for mm-hmm. because of his creation too. Even if we feel like, if I feel like what's, yeah. has God done anything recently? Sometimes it just doesn't feel that way. I mean, he is, but I don't always feel it sometimes, mm-hmm. but I always point to what God's done in creation. You know, I don't ever say, Oh, look at the pretty moon. I usually say, look at the moon God mm-hmm. gave us tonight. Mm-hmm. Look at the sun, the sunset that God painted sure for us yeah. tonight. Look mm-hmm. at the flowers that God gave you. Look at, you know, all of just pointing out things he actually created and mm-hmm. gave us because it points to our creator, which yeah. is worship. Yeah. Um, how can you say to your daughter, like maybe she like loves llamas, mm-hmm. like take her to a llama farm and just have a conversation about how God enjoys the llama when mm-hmm. God made him or her he said it is good mm-hmm. and when your heart says it is good because you're enjoying that animal that's mm-hmm. worship mm-hmm. like that's it right, right. there mm-hmm. that feeling you have yeah. that's what worship feels like and yeah. i think a lot of times we tell kids to worship and they don't know what it feels like so it's hard for them to identify mm-hmm. so that's a practical way i think that we could help with that that's right that's right sometimes i do that even with my little my little miniature schnauzer Poncho, who seemingly has no real purpose in life but to be addicted to me. <laughs> he loves you. But I'm like, I'll say to my kids, like, and my kids are older, and you know, they've been saying this for years. They're used to it. But mm-hmm. I'm like, there's no other reason God could have created this little dog mm-hmm. except for my pleasure. Mm-hmm. Like He created this dog for me, mm-hmm. and that was like the only real purpose in this little dog yeah. being here mm-hmm. was for my pleasure. And I feel loved by that. I feel loved by God yeah. through mm-hmm. those gifts. Mm-hmm. Poncho's a cutie too. I love that. Poncho's <laughs> a good name. I feel like I could sit here and talk with you guys all day about worship. My heart is stirring in worship, even mm-hmm. as we share and we talk. And yet we do have to go out into that big world and actually be the worship leaders yeah. for yeah. our children, right. our grandchildren and our sisters in Christ. Yes. So, it's time for us to say goodbye to you. But before we do, we have a little favor we'd like to ask before we let you go. Yeah, we're a few episodes into the True Girl Mom cast, and we're having a great time, and we're hearing good things from you that you're having a good time too. So you know how this works. We want to get the word out there. We want to equip moms and encourage moms to raise their daughters in truth and know you're not alone. So if you're finding value through this mom cast, podcast. <laughs> Go ahead and follow us on the on your podcast listening platform. Share it with a friend. Leave a review. That's all mm-hmm. really helpful stuff. This is not news to you. You know, this is this is kind of what we need in order for yeah. this encouraging message to spread to other moms just like you. So what tools do you use to teach your daughter about worship? 
This month, our True Girl subscribers are receiving the worship box, and it includes everything you need to become the worship leader God means for you to be for your daughter. As always, the highlight of every subscription box is the mom-daughter date, supported by a YouTube video from our lead teacher, Stacy Rudolph. And Stacy's going to challenge you and your girl to dig into Isaiah 12, 15. Sing to the Lord, for He has done wonderful things. Make known His praise around the world. You'll contemplate the wonderful things the Lord has done for you as mom and daughter, and then you'll write a song about it. Now, if you're not a subscriber, we invite you to join us starting this month. Subscribe today and we'll ship your first box. And this one really is packed full of discipleship tools, including a brand new Bible study I wrote just for tweens entitled Miriam, Becoming a Girl of Courage. Of course, Miriam was a worship leader who played a tambourine. So the worship box actually contains a really cool tambourine. And as always, we'll include a daily devotional for the next 60 days, a coloring meditation page, a sticker to remind her to sing to the Lord, and so much more. Go to MyTrueGirl.com to subscribe today. Next month on the True Girl MomCast, we're talking about sacrifice. Now, wait, wait, wait. It's not that kind of sacrifice. We'll cover how to lead our daughters in laying things down, not from a place of works, but from the motivation of our hearts. We're so grateful you've taken time to join us today. I'm Shani McKenzie for Janet Milan, Dana Grash, and the whole team of moms on a mission at True Girl. We're here to remind you that you, my sister in Christ, are not alone. <laughs>